0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC. Hey, Holly. Hey, Dave.
1: What is going on with yourself today on the What Difference does It Make podcast?
0: Well, Dave, today's a great day and Movember is a great month.
1: I agree. Movember is a great month. And why are we even saying Movember is a great month?
0: Movember is called just that by the organization Movember, which raises money and awareness for men's cancers, testicular cancer and prostate cancer and men's suicide prevention. And they are the preeminent organization doing this. They raise a lot of money and really have a lot of community involvement. And we have a guest. Today, we have Max Skinner, who is the community development manager for Movember, to talk with us about what, about our favorite mustachioed musicians?
1: (laughs) A little bit about that, a little (laughs) bit about the cause. When I first heard about this cause, I was like, well, this is kind of fun. I immediately got it. I know, you know, in October, there's breast cancer awareness, and I wear my pink during that whole month. And when this came on my radar, like, well, this is a fun thing for a serious cause. I grow a mustache in November for November and I look like a creep and it's horrible and nobody likes it, but I do it anyway because it's a great cause and it gets people talking, kind of introduces a conversation.
0: Not only that, you raise money also for the cause during the month of November. I Admire you. I applaud you for that. And I love that I get to mock you for the whole month.
1: Sure. And now it's a What Difference Does It Make podcast charity. <laughs> for the month of November, we'll be promoting Movember. Well, we're going to get into our talk with Max, and he's going to tell us the ways that everyone can contribute. It's a Movember mashup of music and mustaches. <laughs> we're going to have some fun, but it's a great talk with Max. So we should get into talking with Max and learning about what Movember is about. But before that, let's learn about what difference does it make? Our podcast.
0: Check us out on social media media at W-D-D-I-M podcast and on YouTube at What Difference Does It Make Podcast. And also, we welcome you to tell us about your favorite mustachioed musicians.
1: So now that we did all that, let's get into our talk with Max Skinner, talking about Movember in Movember on the What Difference Does It Make Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, there he Max. is. Max. All right. Hey, how's it going?
0: Nice to meet you. Thanks for doing this.
1: Nice to meet you
2: as well. Appreciate the opportunity.
0: You're not in Australia, are you?
2: No, <laughs>
1: no I'm, uh, I'm in LA. Why would you okay. say that, Holly? What is
2: uh, isn't
0: that where where the whole movement was start started in oh, Australia? Oh, already, Holly that's...
1: is way <laughs> over. Like I have no idea where she's going. <laughs> like <laughs> where? Done her what?
0: Dave, I'm so disappointed I, in you.
1: Okay. Uh, first hard-hitting question though, is it a Mo or a stash, or what's, what is the proper abbreviation of mustache?
2: So yeah, we, we have a lot of different uh, Movember lingo here. Um, <laughs> we spell mustache with an O, M-O-U um, to kind of signify the the Movember branding. And then we call our fundraisers Mo Bros and Mo Sisters. But we we call mustaches Mo's to grow a Mo, whatever you want to run with, honestly. So
1: we would never say stash for for your purposes.
2: You you could say stash again, however you want to run with it. You know, we, we appreciate any and all exposure.
0: You might be dating yourself, Dave, by calling it a stash. (laughs)
1: <laughs> look at well yeah clearly yeah and as you said you started in australia who okay so let's go to the origins of movember it seems like it's been going on for a bit but i have no idea how this even started out break it down for us <laughs> i got
2: you so we started off in in 2003 actually so this is our 20-year our anniversary this year which is really exciting mm-hmm. it's come a long way in the last two decades literally started off in, in a bar in Melbourne, Australia. A couple of guys, our our founders, the Garoni brothers, were you know, just chatting over a pint of beer, and one of their friends' mothers was actually battling breast cancer at the time. And they noticed the outpouring of support and resources that breast cancer awareness was generating in the month of October, of course. And kind of simultaneously, they had a friend who was battling prostate cancer. And they felt like prostate cancer wasn't getting as much attention or awareness as, you know, maybe breast cancer awareness was, you know, they're talking over a beer. They were actually both rocking a mustache at the time. And they were trying to figure out a way to bring more attention to men's health in general. And they figured kind of the mustache could be their walking icon or their billboard, if you will. And they, you know, ended up doing a, a fundraising campaign using kind of the mustache as a creative asset or leverage. And that first year they had about 30 participants as part of their fundraising campaign. And this was again, back in 2003. And then from, you know, two guys chatting over a beer, fast forward 20 years, we've had a network of over 6 million fundraisers over the last two decades. And we've raised over a billion dollars for men's health. Uh, research pro- cancer research projects and other various health programs over the years. So it's come a long way from 30 fundraisers to you know six million fundraisers in 20 years. It's pretty amazing the the global movement it's generated.
0: I'm curious when they were having this conversation. How did they get it out there i mean how did they make the reach so big
2: yeah great great question i think it i mean it was really a grassroots movement that's become a global movement it started off with word of mouth they started really small 30 fundraisers that first year and then the second year is when they really established credibility by partnering with the new zealand prostate cancer institute prostate cancer was the first cause that they raised money for and then it graduated to t- uh, testicular cancer. And then most recently, about five years ago, we introduced men's mental health and suicide prevention as one of our key focus areas back in 2018. But to answer your question, Holly, it, w- it was really just a grassroots movement, word of mouth, friends of friends. And then honestly, the mustache picked up steam. And I think men wanted an excuse to, to grow out their mustache and not get yelled at by their wives. Uh, that's kind of where the, the movement stemmed from, honestly.
0: It's great because it does, the the mustache brings attention, a lot of attention, I think. You know, it's a good conversation starter.
2: Totally. Yeah. It's a great conversation starter. And we always say it doesn't matter how skimpy your mustache is or how <laughs> luscious it is. The mustache is a great conversation starter, whether it's small or big. And um, it really encourages men to open up and, and have these types of conversations.
1: So you mentioned a number of men's causes. And so how is this money distributed? How do you just dis- determine... Who gets what?
2: So it's spread out fairly evenly across the board. As I mentioned, we have three key causes within our ecosystem. Prostate cancer, which is the number one most common cancer amongst older men. In fact, one in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer at some point in their lives. Testicular cancer is our number two focus area. That's the most common cancer among younger men, age 18 to 35, super preventable disease. As long as you catch it early enough. And if something feels off, you know, you go, you talk to your doctor and it's fairly preventable. And then again, I mentioned suicide prevention amongst men. We introduced that in 2018. Unfortunately, three out of four suicides in the US are made by men. 75% is a very staggering and sobering number. So there's clearly a lot of work to be done. But to answer your question, Dave, of the funds that we raise, and we raise about Let's see, we raise about $60 million across the world for these various causes every year. $18 million comes out of the U.S. Of those funds that we raise, about 78% gets donated to our community health partners. So we have partners that represent all those three different causes. For example, I mentioned the Prostate Cancer Institute. Uh, we have good relationships with some other mental health programming, research projects, stuff like that. So 78% of those funds that we raise gets donated immediately to those partners. And then the other 22% goes towards administrative costs, my salary, insurance, legal fees, all that good stuff. So it's spread across the board fairly evenly.
0: When you say with your community partners, and then they decide where more money goes, I mean, is that how it happens?
2: We have a programs team in-house that does incredible research and they make sure the money's going to the right place in the in the right hands. So when I say community health partners, we have relationships and contracts with again the Prostate Cancer Institute this program called True North which does amazing cancer research it basically brings you know all the brightest and smartest uh, researchers and scientists around the world for prostate cancer research we've worked with like the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in the past so we identify established credible health partners that we know, you know exactly where the money's going. So we're we're super transparent with our fundraisers, and we put it in the right hands. Essentially,
0: that's a lot to so sixty million a year. That's a that that can actually make an impact. <laughs>
2: yeah i mentioned a billion dollars over the last 20 years and we funded over 1300 men's health projects and programs over that span. it's quite an operation a lot of moving pieces but it's a great organization we have the right you know right folks in charge
1: you mentioned community so who are your partners in the los angeles area who do you partner with
2: backing up here a little bit we have i mentioned we're a global operation headquarters is in melbourne australia we have offices in london in dublin Toronto, LA, New York. So in LA and New York, those are our U.S. offices. Each market has different health partners. So our, our U.S. programs team identifies health partners that are more nationwide, like the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I mentioned we've worked with them in the past. That's a nationwide organization. So they have presence in most of the major market cities across the U.S. Most of the programs that we fund, if not all of them, are nationwide just to kind of create that larger overarching umbrella. It's not as much localized. We do have flagship events in LA and New York. Most of our our health partners are more nationwide. So I actually, I work on our community development team on the fundraising side, and I I manage our community ambassador program. And we have ambassadors, we have about 30 ambassadors spread across the nation in, in 23 different cities. And these folks are people just like you and me, they're on the front lines, in cities that we don't have a physical presence in. So they basically attend community events on our behalf. They host signature events themselves either once or twice Mm -hmm. in the month of November. And then they're all expected to fundraise like $2,000 and just kind of serve as our, again, our boots on the grounds, helping us spread the message of Movember in in various markets. So we have an amazing group of community ambassadors that are incredibly passionate about these causes.
1: And you keep saying signature events. Tell me what a Movember signature event would be.
2: Yeah, I mean, it can be honestly anything under the sun. It can be a, a local happy hour at, at your bar. It could be a virtual trivia night, a softball li- league at your local softball beer league, whatever it might be. It, w- whatever raises awareness and funds for Movember constitutes as a signature event. We have flagship events that we host uh, at our offices here in Santa Monica, that I'll, I'll definitely invite you guys to next time. And then we have a big gala in New York called the Mustachio Bashio. So if any folks are in New York, highly recommend going to that yeah. event. It's a it's a huge party. It's a good time. We really rely on our community and our fundraisers to, to host their own events, basically on our behalf, and we provide support as much as we can. But yeah, it takes a village over here.
0: Dave, might I suggest you organize a pickleball tournament?
1: <laughs> I think yeah, it's a great idea, actually. <laughs> love pickleball i'll I'll be there dave you're still a kid what are you playing pickleball for (laughs) it's fun man it's it's way easier than tennis yes yeah that's why i'm playing it all right well speaking of old people did your dad did your grandpa who had a mustache (laughs) who was your influencer for a mustache honestly no no one in my family (laughs) has grown a mustache out before not a creepy um, no creepy uncles nothing no creepy uncles, not that I can
2: remember. I I've got a little French and Italian blood in me, so I can turn t- turn one around pretty quickly. My grandfather, who who actually is Swedish and lives in France, he had prostate cancer himself. I, I think he's really the the reason I'm passionate about working at Movember. I've actually been been touched by a couple other of our causes as well. Unfortunately, throughout my life, inspiration really comes from you know, internally the, the causes rather than the mustache itself. But <laughs> I've been, I've been known to rock a pretty mean mustache. So ask me in about a week or so, and I'll send you guys a picture.
1: You could grow a good one. All right. LinkedIn says you speak French. Do you speak French?
2: I do. Yes. All I'm... right.
1: Give me the, the pitch in French.
2: Oh man. I don't, I'm a little, I'm a little rusty. There's All right. Never, don't, don't
1: worry. I won't put you on the spot. Okay.
2: <laughs> I actually, so funny enough, we had the French sport delegate that's representing the Paris 2024 Olympics in our office. And I was kind of the, the semi translator because <laughs> half of them didn't speak alike English. I hadn't spoken French in a couple years, so it was incredibly rusty at the time. But apparently I struck a good chord with them because it sounds like they want to
1: work with us. But you're, you're going to be hired
0: and you should freshen up. You be the liaison.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> you know, Mark Spitz, if I said that name. Yeah. How do I know that name? He was a swimmer <laughs> in the Olympics Olympian, and he had a spectacular <laughs> mustache.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you, how I know that. Well, yeah. like in this yeah,
1: the 70s, he was the uh the Michael Phelps of his generation. Okay, I'm looking him up now. Yeah, he's got he's kind of rocking a unibrow there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that going to be a thing? <laughs> so now we got...
2: <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Hey man, the double mustache up top and up and at the bottom. Ah. Oh. Whatever works.
1: Talking about our favorite Moes, but we must be moving on and taking breaks and doing what needs to be done. We will return shortly.
3: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
0: I'm back with my Mo Bros on the What Difference Does It Make podcast.
1: <laughs> because we're a music podcast, we like to talk about our favorite musicians. And now we're going to talk, you know, we can uh, ask about the looks of some musicians that we liked. Uh, do you have a few That was your homework assignment. Find some musicians that have a great Mo.
2: I I think the most iconic is probably Freddie Mercury. That that goes without saying. He was a walking icon himself. We actually, a couple of our conference rooms here in, in Santa Monica, one of them is called Freddie Mercury and the other one is called Prince. Oh. Prince, believe it or not, had a, you know, a little thin mustache himself, but it, those two are probably our biggest ones.
1: Yeah. Prince had like a the Pedro. I think every stash has a name and I think Prince's was the Pedro, which is just kind of like the creepy little caterpillar mm-hmm. look.
2: Yep, And then um, I'm a big Jimi Hendrix fan. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had some handlebars at some point, or at least maybe the Pedro as well. Um, But Jimi (laughs) Hendrix is up there. And then a sneaky one that I love is Andre 3000. Yeah, I think his is more of like a pencil thin type mustache. All very iconic.
1: He did play Jimi Hendrix in a movie, if you happen to see that. There you go. He did very, he did a good job with that.
2: Those are probably my biggest four or five. And I actually come from a musical background. You guys will appreciate this. My mom was a bassist in the go-go's back in the, uh, hold on. Yeah. Before, before, before before Kathy, wait, they blew up. It was, give me her name. What's, her name was Catherine Peyron. She was a little French lady. Um, I think she was only with the band for three or four months kind of filling in for, I forget, I think the bassist either left or she was filling in before they like really blew up and became famous. But she was in that whole punk rock scene, man, like used to brush shoulders with Prince and Bono and a bunch of other cool people. And it's cool. Cause I, I grew up in Virginia, but my mom lived in LA, hmm. you know, when she was in her early twenties and it's cool moving out here a couple of years ago and just kind of seeing where she lived in West Hollywood and all that so it's it's amazing how life comes full circle but yeah she was a little she was a punk rock badass herself
0: They are one of our favorite bands and yeah. we, we oh, have cool. two yeah. of them on the podcast. Well
1: she must have been in some other bands if if uh, she was on she was on the scene there what yeah do you remember the name the- of some of these bands? I don't honestly <laughs> I, again, She kind of
2: she floated around and I think she she was kind of a filler for a lot of bands. Yeah, her name was Catherine Peyron. She actually looks like another one of the band members, ironically. So just a cool little nugget. I figured I'd throw that out there. And you guys. That would, is, oh, shit,
0: that.
1: Yeah, I love that. Oh, my,
2: that God. is
0: so cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: totally. She's actually so unfortunately, my mom has since passed. She uh, lost her life to suicide about 10 years ago. And she's the inspiration for, for why I work at Movember and kind of why I moved out to L.A. So, again, amazing how life comes full circle. And it's a, it's a cool way to honor her and in the in the work that I do. So, again, I kind of a, appreciate the the crossover between music and Movember and Men's Health. So I appreciate you guys uh, bringing oh. awareness to this. Seriously. Oh, for sure. So
0: really, that's uh, to have a person like you said, you can be touched by it. But that is a very personal connection. So I'm sorry, but I'm glad that you're able to channel it. That's Absolutely. Thank
2: you. I, you know, that's all I really could do at the time. You know, as a 21 year old kid straight out of school, I was kind of left to pick up the pieces and it totally flipped my world upside down. But at the same time, it lit a fire under my ass to do something kind of meaningful with purpose and to give back and uh, to help other people experience what I did. So all I could really do is turn that horrible experience into something positive. Right. Yeah, it's
0: done that. But do you play in her honor?
2: I didn't, I must not have picked up quite as much of the creative genes as she did. I grew up playing the drums and I drove my dad crazy in the basement. So I I put, I put the sticks down when I was younger, but I still, you know, I'd like to think I still got a little something in there, but I didn't quite pick up the baton from my mother, unfortunately.
1: Well, it's nice that you had a basement. I love that. I wish we had basements <laughs> over here. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you grow up in the, the house of a musician,
2: right? Soundproof basement. It was it was fantastic.
1: So your mom never joined you in on the, uh, like, you're playing the drums. It's like, oh, you know what? Let's... <laughs> Let's do a, yeah. let's make a duo.
2: No, not quite. I don't know the bass and the drums. Like uh, for whatever reason, I think the drums would kind of drown it out a bit, especially for how loud I was playing. But <laughs> I, I would probably bring her, drag her down a bit because I was I was pretty young and she was well established.
1: So all right, Holly. Let's. We had like a whole list of other musicians and and actually songs. The one song that I love, well, the yeah. one song that I remember, and for me, it's like the theme song would be by Sparks. Do you know the song, My Mustache? Do you know that one? I don't actually. I don't. Oh, it's, uh,
0: I well, have. Ron Mail is one of my favorite. He's, he's like the quintessential mustache for this genre of music.
1: Sparks Brothers. I don't know if you've saw the movie, uh, just like the whole history of, of the band. They've been around since the 70s. They sh- they're still putting out relevant music. But in the 80s, they had uh, an album called Angst in My Pants.
2: Well, maybe we we need like a theme song here at Movember. So maybe this oh, yeah? oh, yeah. It,
1: it, it's oh, a, yeah. It's a very catchy song. Sparks are a very witty band. And uh, by mustache, it was the road to the mustache. And his whole career, he's had a very little mustache, which is kind of a little creepy, but still, it's very effective.
2: I love that. I love the shout out for the Foo Man shoe that the fact that they sweep <laughs> that in the lyrics is impressive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite style mustache?
2: I mean, maybe it's the the French in me, but I I kind of prefer the the French curl at the at the tips. I, I can't do it myself unless it's been like months. Handlebars is always very popular. I just go traditional stash. I don't even know what you call it, but
1: oh yeah, you only have a month to grow it, really, so it's tough. I know, my, right?
2: Uh, a lot of people in my office will will grow it beyond just the month of November. I just, I prefer kind of a clean shave normally um, <laughs> yeah. in a professional setting. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of people will will kind of parlay it throughout the winter.
1: Holly, what's your favorite type mustache? The walrus, right? You like the David Crosby, uh, just the full on, like, uh, right?
0: Can you, can you call like a goatee, take George Michael, for example, and not in his, you know, Fu Manchu years, but when he had the full on, the full goatee, can you call that a mustache? Can you... Max call that a mustache?
2: I, to be honest, I don't think we we would constitute that as as a mustache ah, I,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you for playing our game, Holly. <laughs> okay. You get to, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: logging out here. Okay. So these are my favorite artists and I so Freddie Mercury and Tom Petty. Even mm-hmm. though Tom Petty had a beard, it wasn't a goatee, it was mm-hmm. still a mustache, right? That's is that legit? <laughs> uh- <laughs> Again,
2: okay. I, I don't think I uh-huh. could count Tom Petty, but like a John Oates. Uh, yes, I I John, John
0: Oates. Oates is on my list. Okay, here's another one: right. Neil Peart from Rush. Yeah, back it, in the days yeah. that like they had this album Twenty One Twelve, he had uh, he he had a full on mustache. I'm gonna these.
2: google these Google these guys. As, nope. that, that's a, that's a, he's rocking a nice like French curl too. I love it.
1: And my problem with growing a mustache is it looks creepy, and my kids hate it, and it's just. It does not work but there and there's been some songs called like a uh, lonely island did a song called do the creep and it's just yeah. three guys with just thin <laughs> mustaches
3: yeah. hi i'm john waters and this is the creep when you It's called the creep. Let your hands flop around like a marionette. Pop your knees up and down. Shaking your neck. Now pull your waistband up like you expecting in the flood. And slick your head down flat like it was covered in mud. Trim up your pins mustache and pop down peepers. Pull this in your speakers. You it's
1: something that I have to deal with, which is why I don't grow it, but I I enjoy growing a, a, a my mo.
2: Yeah. Tell that to my wife. Well, like when I first started working here, she was, she was alarmed that we were contractually obligated to, to grow out a mustache for 30 days out of the year. But again, no matter how creepy or insignificant your, your mustache is, it's the ultimate conversation starter. And you'd be amazed, Dave, at how many like people that you could really impact along the way and just have like honest and open conversations just by your, your creepy mustache, even your kids.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they know why. And they, yeah, a lot of people do start to question are you growing a mustache? Is that like, it's one of those. Uh, okay. All right. And then, I, but that, that does start it. Why are you doing this? Well, I know it looks crappy. I know I can't do this. I can't give it justice, but, uh, you know, but
2: it's for a good cause, man. You're, you're living proof.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: Unfortunately. No, that's I, th-
0: I mean, and it works <laughs> twofold. So pe- People know they're familiar with the cause, so they want to talk to you about it or they're not. And you get to talk about it.
2: It's again, it's kind of our, our walking billboard. Like we want, People to think of the mustache like they think of the pink ribbon for breast cancer awareness, right? Like Mm -hmm. again, just a great conversation piece.
0: I respect you, Dave, for growing. Oh yeah, uh, appreciate it. It's pretty bushy by the end of the month. (laughs) It's not,
2: but I I will say I should mention that there are other ways to support Movember other than growing out a mustache or or fundraising. So Holly, I know you probably can't grow out facial hair, but. There's, there's other ways <laughs> you can get involved. We have this whole initiative called move for Movember. So it's more of like a, a physical active activity type initiative where we encourage our, you know, our community members to get physically active and to exercise because obviously direct correlation between physical health and mental health, you know, seems pretty straightforward, but the move for Movember initiative is really cool. We encourage our fundraisers to commit to walking or running 60 miles during the month of November for the 60 men that we lose to suicide every hour around the world, which again, very staggering number. I mean, we've been on this call for about 40 minutes now. So we've lost about 40 men to suicide uh, around the world since we've been, you know, had this conversation. So just to put it in perspective of of why we do this work and why we have these conversations and and why we need to open up and be vulnerable as men and let our emotions out. Um, So the move from November challenge is, is really cool. And then we have a mow your own way Initiative, which is basically gives folks carte blanche to raise awareness and raise funds however they see fit. So, for example, you guys will appreciate this. We had a uh, we had a, a professional skydiver uh, who wanted to raise awareness for men's health, and he actually broke the Guinness Book of World Records for most time skydiving naked in twenty four hours. So he yes. skydove no 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 just a mustache. And is parachute, and you can you can let your minds no. run with that. But no. sixty-four times <laughs> naked skydiving in twenty-four hours broke the the world record. All in support of Movember, and obviously, as you can imagine, it raised a lot of awareness and turned a lot of heads for us. So our community gets really unique and creative and out of the box for how they
1: raise awareness for us. Just no and why I love and it. oh well okay fine we love it but no and why and just don't <laughs> and don't oh, is I what else. Oh I love it. You
0: okay. can show, showcase your own creation.
1: Uh, okay. Fine. Yeah, give it a Google, Dave. You'll 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 do it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> All right, Holly. Give me another mustache. Just give me something.
0: Okay, Lemmy. We got to mention Lemmy Kilmeister from
1: there. You go, Motorhead. That's another conference room we have. It's called Lemmy. Oh, is
2: that right? <laughs> conference room.
0: Have you for sure worthy? Have you been to the
1: Rainbow next to the Roxy? That was Lemmy's hangout. And they still have like a monument to to him. You have to make a pilgrimage there. Okay.
2: (laughs) Maybe we'll bring our office there, a little field trip.
1: Yes. There you go. Oh, you could do fundraiser Mm -hmm. there. That's a good place. Okay. So you have some rooms dedicated to some famous people. What do you got in there?
2: Yeah. I mentioned we have a Prince. We have Lemmy. We have Mercury for Freddie Mercury. And then a couple other of our conference rooms are uh, dedications to old uh, office locations. So I think the, the room I'm currently in is called Green. Uh, we were on Green Street at some point. But yeah, it, just little homages to mm-hmm. you know iconic mustaches. We also have kind of a wall of, of famous mustaches. Burt Reynolds is up there. Uh, we have a bunch of different memorabilia for over the years. I mean, 20 years, you can imagine all the kind of merch and memorabilia we've built up. So
0: might I suggest one more? Uh, Dave Grohl.
1: Ooh, yes. Love that. Is that I don't think of him as with a mustache. I mean, I just like a full yeah, because on. He's, yeah, just a full on thing. But uh, yeah, OK. He's just a
0: face full of hair.
1: <laughs> Are you he's with, got the goatee going. I'm looking at his Google images. I mean. Yeah, again, see, again, you're giving You wouldn't constitute that, unfortunately Too bad Come on, Holly Wait,
0: wait, 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 I have
1: While you do, okay, you, while you Go think ahead, of something Okay, you, do you? Are you a Seth MacFarlane fan? Yes. sure you've seen A Million Ways to Die in the West Have you seen that movie?
2: I have not seen that, but I'm a big Family Guy fan,
1: of okay. course He's got the mustache song
0: You may be big and fat For uglier than sin, all the ladies shot you out. You're
3: wondering how to get in Well, here is my advice For how to make a splash You can have your pick of gals If you've only got a mustache A mustache, a mustache If you've only got a mustache A mustache, a mustache, a mustache mustache. Big mustache, thick mustache My mustache, your mustache Say the word, the word mustache A mustache, a mustache Now we both have said mustache A mustache, a mustache
1: Right, Holly? That's grow like a nice David Crosby. A Yanni. How about Yanni? He had the best mustache. He has a good one still.
2: There you go. I think we're on to something with this theme song here. I'll definitely bring it up with our marketing team. Okay, for sure.
1: <laughs> and then also, Sgt. Pepper Beatles had the perfect mustaches. I don't know how they were able to grow, like, look amazing. I mean, whatever they did, it was it was works of art, including their facial hair. And I, I love that look that they had back then.
2: I appreciate all these suggestions. Again,
1: I will
0: bring this up to our marketing <laughs>
2: team or just send them the recording, give okay. them homework. Okay.
1: Have you yeah, heard?
0: Please stop suggesting people with mustache. <laughs> all right.
1: Right. What about cake? Have you heard Mustache Man by cake? No. No.
0: Lunching
2: I have a lot of homework to do, apparently. Oh my goodness! Yes,
1: <laughs> a lot of them are like tongue in cheek, though. Do yeah. You think? Do you think the mustache gets a uh, just a bad rap? It, it's always like, okay, if you have a mustache here, it's a little creepy, unless you can a do love, it it's well, in the
2: month of November,
1: of course. Yeah, right, but
0: that's what makes it. That's what makes this so. You know, it's it is in your face. It's it because. You can't avoid most it. Those are not really an in thing. It's in your face. It makes a statement and it's a conversation piece. So it is a good, I think it's a good thing.
2: Especially depending on the industry you're in, like we have, you know, we work with a lot of like corporations and and workplaces and, you know, in the financial industry. And as you can imagine, a lot of those bankers and finance guys are pretty buttoned up and clean shaven most of the year. So for them, definitely a, a head turner. It, it's funny how it kind of distinguishes by industry as well.
1: Do you have like a party on November 30th? Like who won Movember?
2: Uh, So we, we usually have like a kind of call it like a recap party near, near the end of the month where we'll host a big bash in our, our office here in Santa Monica from our local LA folks. And then we'll, we'll have like a big internal staff party just in early December, just celebrating the, you know, the campaign. Cause that's really, that's our bread and butter, man. That's where 90% of our fundraising takes place in the span of a month. So it's, you know super hyper focused and a, a ton of build up just for one month of fundraising which is pretty phenomenal you know we're trying to make it a little more year round like luckily there are kind of awareness days sprinkled throughout the year testicular cancer awareness month in april mental health awareness month in may suicide prevention awareness month in september so we try to expand our fundraising arm beyond just the month of november
0: that's great that's really nice i mean it's amazing one month you know you work so hard the rest of the year that's huge yeah,
2: it's yep. all very concentrated into into 30 days this
1: is this is your christmas
2: kind of <laughs> yeah it's things are things are pretty crazy right now as you can imagine a lot of moving pieces
1: all right how is someone going if they want to donate where do they go where, what can they do
2: yeah, yeah, simple. Just go to Movember.com. Even if you don't plan on on fundraising or growing on a mustache, if you sign up, you'll be kind of funneled into our communications uh, funnel and just receive information about our different causes, where the money goes, our, our health partners and, and all that good stuff. Movember.com, really encourage folks to sign up. Register, create a Mo page. As I mentioned earlier, there's a bunch of different ways to get involved beyond just fundraising or growing out a mustache. And our mobile app is also fantastic. Really encourage you to download the mobile app and start a team page. Get your friends and family involved. Just start having conversations and checking on your buddies. You know, checking on your loved ones. We have a bunch of really cool resources and tools on our website. A lot of mental health resources. One of which is called Movember Conversations, which I highly encourage your audience to check out if. You know, if you have a a loved one or a friend who's struggling with mental health crisis or suicidal ideation, Movember Conversations is a great tool for you to kind of kickstart that conversation because it's it's awkward by nature. You might not necessarily know what to say or where to point them. Movember Conversations is kind of like a pre-populated AI dialogue tool, which will create conversation, talking points, messaging points for you to kickstart that conversation. So really encourage you guys to check that out. But ultimately, it's just about raising awareness about men's health holistically, having, you know, open dialogue and conversations and being vulnerable with your friends. That's really what we're all about here.
1: Well, thank you so much for your time. This is great, Max. I really appreciate uh, all the information. And yeah, it was a fun chat. It
2: was
0: really interesting. Thank you.
1: Thank you, guys. Seriously,
2: really appreciate the awareness. and. Thank you for all the song suggestions. I'll, again, I'll, I'll definitely ping, ping our marketing team about that.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, good luck this Movember and uh, yeah, all, all the success in the world. Great. Yeah. Thank you
2: guys so much. Let's definitely stay in touch and we'd love to have you by the office one of these days. Sounds great. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, guys. Mo, Mo on. Talk you. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mo on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Holly, I just can't grow a mustache or any facial hair. It doesn't work for me. I don't know why.
0: You grow it in November and it I, looks very full
1: and fluffy. No, it's not. It's not that at all. As uh, My dad no. was able to grow a, an amazing John Oates type mustache. Spectacular. He had
0: a great one. We're going to post a picture of your dad. He yeah. had a spectacular mo.
1: He had a great mo and I cannot do it. I tried it with a goatee, I tried it just a solo mustache I've tried sideburns you know like Beverly Hills 90210 kind of cool sideburns I haven't tried like the big button chops yeah from the 60s I have trouble with facial hair but in November I will grow a mustache and it is what it is so (laughs) so there is that but I have some inspiration and we we listed a number of our favorites I love the idea of growing a mustache I just can't do it so there you go so we create a podcast around it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a great idea and whether you can grow a mustache fully or not it doesn't matter you're bringing awareness you're contributing to the cause respect
1: yeah thank you to max skinner for coming on to our podcast and telling us all about everything movember does it's amazing and i'm thrilled that something like this exists for us and i'm happy to donate it's movember.com movember with an m check it out we'll be posting uh links on our social media pages where might they find those social media pages
0: at wddim podcast and on youtube at what difference does it make podcast and we will be bombarding you with our favorite mo's this month
1: all right yes well i'll send holly some pictures some since she she's not sure what an actual mustache, official mustache looks like, I will uh, send her my <laughs> favorites. Anyway, some of your dad. Yeah, exactly. This was a lot of fun. Again, thanks to the Movember people who do are, the are, good work, do the great work that they do. We do okay work. You know, we try once in a while. We have new episodes every Friday, so please subscribe. You can also find our newsletter at WDDIMpodcast.com. dot com.
0: Thank you to Pantheon Podcast as well.
1: Yeah, we gotta get Pantheon involved in the Movember cause.
0: They should be rocking some good mos too.
1: Exactly, everyone needs to rock a mo. All right, rock a Moe. I think I have a song. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start writing my song. To Kokomo? Uh, th- no, I will not. Not to Kokomo. Well, let's wrap up this episode. Until next week. This is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out.